And welcome to another episode of the CSP Bears podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Peterson, and I'm thrilled that you decided to tune in for another fun-filled episode. Last week, I sat down with Carl Lindbergh, a sophomore on the women's cross-country and track team. It was great to hear her talk about growing up homeschooled, having her sister Ruthie compete with her here at CSP, as well as having a record-breaking sophomore campaign. So please go check that out when you get the chance. Where to find the CSP Bears podcast, you might ask? The podcast can be found on Google Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. So please go and follow, subscribe, or whatever you have to do to get your fill of the CSP Bears podcast. This week, I'm excited to bring on a new face to campus. Our guest has helped the men's basketball team get through their first 2-0 start for the first time since the 2013-14 season and they're now tied for 10th place in the D2 College Coaches Association Week 1 Men's Basketball Central Region Poll. I am excited to welcome senior Isaiah McKay. Welcome to the podcast, Isaiah. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Isaiah is a graduate transfer from the University of Nebraska Kearney and has provided quite the boost to the Golden Bear men's basketball team. Through two games, he's averaging 30 points, 7.5 rebounds, and 3 assists. He had an astounding... 36 points in triple in a triple overtime game this past weekend at the GC with 20 of those points coming during overtime. So, I mean, it's we're almost to Thanksgiving here, but welcome to Concordia. How's your experience been? <laughs> it's been a great one. Um, I'm having a lot of fun uh, just playing for this university, um, meeting new people outside of campus, um, but I'm just having a lot of fun just taking it in every day, just cherishing it. Yeah, has there been anything that's kind of caught you off guard, or is it pretty much what you expected when you saw it and came on your visit? Um, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, the only thing that um, I didn't know about is um, at first Concordia was a private school. Um, being that I'm from here, I wasn't uh, well aware of that. But when I got here, um, I kind of liked. I kind of liked the fact that it was a private school and it's a uh, religious based too, mm-hmm. as far as uh, in fellowship with Christ. Yeah, is that a big that's draw for you? Definitely. Um, I'm a firm believer in Christ. Um, that's been a part of my family background since I can remember. So, mm-hmm. and it's been a huge part of my life. So. Yeah, I know you mentioned your family right there, but I know I was at the games this past weekend. You had quite the following there. You want to talk about how your family has supported you, and you're from the Twin Cities, so they obviously played a big role in your life. Absolutely. Um, they they've been supporters of me, whatever I want to do in life, whether that's. Um, um, sports, any other activities outside of sports, uh, just anything that I do in life. But they always attend every game, um, even away games. They try to make oh, really? yeah, uh, car rides, um, flights. They'll try to make everyone. Um, but now that I'm home, uh, it's much more convenient for them, and they're much more happier. Uh, my extended family can come out to more games now. Yeah. You know, they don't have they don't have to drive um, every so often um, with those eight-hour car rides so oh, yeah <laughs> yes and then I have a lot of friends here too that they'll, they'll come out to the games and it'll just be a lot of support all around yeah so as I said you're from the Twin Cities but you went to University of Nebraska Kearney I mean that's a little bit of ways away was that your plan or were you hoping to stay in the Twin Cities coming out of high school um so it, it originally wasn't my plan it kind of was a surprise factor uh going into my senior year I didn't have any looks um, as far as like offers or interest from schools, um, but uh, after the season, around like mid March, early April, 
I got two calls from um, the head coach from uh, Nebraska Kearney and uh, a, ju- a junior college in uh, Kansas, uh, Butler Community College. I've heard of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both uh, both of those coaches called me, and they were uh, heavily interested in me uh, through uh, mutual mutual friends, mutual coaches. Uh, okay. From, that's from here. That coached uh, me in AAU and just around the way growing up. Mm-hmm. And uh, once they got contact of the, uh, those coaches of those two universities, then um, they contacted me and uh, deciding was uh, pretty difficult because I didn't. I always envisioned myself being a, f- a four-year player. Okay. I didn't. I didn't see myself being a junior college player yeah. uh, just because I wanted to establish myself over a course of four years under a program. Um, I didn't want to leave it up to chance to play two years. And I mean, not and in no way, you know, teach his own. Like as far as anybody that wants to, you know, play junior college basketball, like For sure. that's definitely a great opportunity. You know. Yeah. Um, but as far as for myself, I just didn't envision myself uh, playing junior college, so I chose Nebraska Kearney. Yeah. What about it made special to you? Or the university? The school? Yeah. Um, were you talking about Nebraska Kearney? Or yeah. Are there anything similarities between Nebraska Kearney that you looked for there that came back and were similarities to Concordia? Um, similarities? Mm, I, would, I would look at uh, the two colleges uh, different. Okay. Um, they got they got multiple. They just got they're very different, and uh, in the town and where we're at, the surroundings, uh, the program itself, um, campus lifestyle, everything is completely different. Um, but the one thing I think uh that is a great similarity between the two universities is that the people in both places I met some amazing and great people, some very genuine people. So. That's awesome, for sure. Yeah, that's I know when I came on my visit, that was one of the biggest draws for me. It was like, what's the camp? What are the people like? Yeah, because I mean, you're interacting with them every day. I mean, they might as well like them, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So, at what point did you kind of decide that you finished your, or you came? Let me rephrase that. When did you realize you wanted to come back to the Twin Cities? Um, after. After this past, uh, when I finished my undergrad, so after the season mm-hmm. at Nebraska Kearney, that's when I knew that I wanted to come back to the cities just because um, I missed I missed just, just what I had growing up here, you know, just the essence of being from here. I felt like I lost that um, okay. when I was in, when I was in Kearney, going away. Um, and it's not easy for any college any college student to go away from where they're from, you know, home. So they try to look for a school that's close to home so they can still feel Definitely. that home feeling. For sure. I felt like I, I was out of touch with that okay. for, for a few years, and I just wanted to gain that back. So that was a big reason why I wanted to come home, regardless um, regardless if I uh, were not to play ball or were granted the opportunity to play basketball for a graduate year mm-hmm. with one year eligibility left, but... Um, I definitely had it on my had it on my heart to come home. Did you know you wanted to come to Concordia right away, or were you really open to your options? Definitely. Um, I and, know, and knowing that I wanted to come home, um, and being blessed to have opportunity to play basketball, I knew that Concordia was number one on my list um, okay. to to reach out to coaches and just to see if I could fit in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I looked at all the schools in Minnesota, and one that stuck out to me the most was Concordia. I didn't have any intention of going anywhere else. 
Okay, what was it about Concordia that really stuck out to you? I know you mentioned the coaching staff was a big draw. Definitely, but. definitely. Me, um, talking to coach, talking to Coach James um, right away um, was big. We had we had similar interests uh, mentally as far as like on the basketball side of things. Okay. Um, uh, after that, just coming home, like knowing that Concordia is not too is not too far away from Minneapolis, and being that it's in St. Paul, the Twin Cities area, that I know I could. Um, see my family um at at my convenience, you know. So For sure. Yeah. So that's that that was a huge reason why I wanted to come to Concordia, just because it's in the city and I, I'm a city kid. I love the city life. So Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure uh not to dog Nebraska at all, but I'm I feel like uh Twin Cities would be a little bit of a better college experience than Nebraska. But for, for me anyway, yeah, being yeah. that I'm from yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a culture shock. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie. Also, I mean, we have to talk about your re- your games from this weekend. I mean, as I said earlier, you had a good game on Saturday with 24 points and 10 Thank boards. Thank you. But, I mean, on Saturday, you put on an absolute show. 36 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, with 20 of the 36 points coming in overtime. I mean, what are you thinking during that game? You guys came back late to force overtime. You get into overtime, and you just keep fighting all the way through, and you get that dub. I mean, what's going through your mind? Um, going through those overtimes, I told my teammates, I, I told them we can't go through another one. I don't want to go through a fourth <laughs> one. I don't, I want to stop right here. I don't want to play another five minutes. I kept telling them that, but 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 um, but, but really um, I knew I knew um uh, that I had to uh had to take leadership. I had to mm-hmm. take responsibility and leading those guys um and helping uh with Brandon Matthews and 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 that leadership role. And I knew that they were they were gonna account for me to uh to step up and play and be a big time player. Yeah, for sure. So being one of the older guys on the team, I mean, what is it like? Do you feel like you have to be a leader on the squad? Um, or do you feel like not, you just not, not just not just because of my age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think leadership comes from it doesn't it, it doesn't come from uh just from age. You could be you could be the youngest player on the team. Um, you could have great leadership roles. Um, but. Uh, the way that I am as a person, I think that uh, when my voice is heard, I feel like people listen. Okay. Um, now, I do feel like uh, as far as leadership goes, uh, I knew as a gra- as a graduate transfer that gaining having experience for four years in a in a university, um, and knowing as much as I do playing this game for as long as I played it, mm-hmm. I know that I could offer leadership to the table. So. Okay. Was that kind of a draw to Concordia that you knew that you could come in here and be a leader? Or do you feel like with your personality and your demeanor you could be a leader wherever? Um, I think I think it fits well here. Okay. Um uh I think it'll carry over everywhere, just with my personality. Okay. Um anywhere I go. But I think it was uh definitely a um a needed a needed asset, you know, here coming in, coming in this year with sure. all the talent that we have. So. For sure. For sure, definitely. So coming into opening weekend, what were you thinking? What were your expectations coming to your Golden Bear debut? You had two teams from Arkansas coming in, who I believe are in our region. What were you thinking? Um, I was thinking just to have fun, really. Just go out there, have fun, play loose, uh, trust in my guys. Um, I didn't know what to expect as far as uh, the competition level, um, aside from what I've heard from my coaches uh, they told me that the competition here in the conference, especially in the conference, is supposed to be really, really good. Definitely. So uh, I just came in knowing that, you know, I had to I had to be ready to go. 
had to be ready to play and bring my A game. But I just wanted to have a lot of fun. Yeah. With all the newcomers on the team, I'm impressed to see that you guys shot so well. How did you gel so quickly? Um, in in our chemistry, I think we still have room to grow in our chemistry. Um, but right now in the preseason, I think that uh, knowing knowing who the shooters were early on in the preseason and working with those guys, um, we were able to we were able to spot uh, pick pick people's spots easy. Okay. Um, throughout the game, I was able to notice who who likes certain shots, who likes to come off certain picks, certain things like that early in the preseason. So, and knowing that, I knew going into the game that this would be this is this it shouldn't be too hard as long as I can penetrate, get down down to the basket, and kick out to those guys and open shooters. Okay. Yeah. Do you think you're the kind of guy that, like having shooters around you, like Elliot Kane and is it Hayden Bauman? Yes. I mean, two great shooters right there. The surrounding yourself with shooters, do you think that helps you as a player? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. It takes it's a, it. It definitely helps me as a player. Um, it open it, it opens the floor uh, mm-hmm. completely, you know. Um, and going and and knowing that I can get get into the paint and kick out to those guys, and it even it even widespreads the lead. Um, three, as you know, threes are worth more than two. Oh, for sure. So, uh, so and kicking out, kicking out the ball to them is just it makes the game so much easier. Um, as far as scoring, and as far as just penetration. So, okay. I mean, it's worth noting that senior Brendan Matthews had also, along with your outstanding game, had thirty-four points, fifteen rebounds, and seven assists against Tech. How does having another go-to option like Matthews help your game? And how do you see that you help Matt, you help Matthews' game as well? Um, do you guys kind of build off of each other? Absolutely, I think so. I think we, I think we a good duo together on the floor because uh, we're good backcourt, I believe. Because um, not only can we push the tempo and get up the floor really fast, but we can get others involved, and we know how to pick our spots and scoring the basketball. Um, and helping me. I think he 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 sort of finds me a lot on the, when I'm playing with him. Um, okay. He looks to make the extra pass if he's going to the basket. He he knows where I'm at. I think he has a good a good sense of or a good feel of where I am on the floor that he knows where to find me and, and kick it to me. Um, but uh, he he is a huge a big time player, huge yeah. huge player. Like I, sure. I I really like I really like playing with Brandon a lot. Okay. Yeah, I know he, he makes the a, game a lot easier. Yeah, he had an absolutely fantastic season last year. But what about him makes him so special? Being, I mean, I can say one thing from watching him, but from playing with him, what do you see that makes him so special? I think it's his motor. I okay. think he. I think it's his energy level, his effort that he brings to the game. Um, if you ever, if you watch Brendan play, um, all of us get tired, of, you know, playing the game. But mm-hmm. it seems like he doesn't. You know he 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 plays really hard. He's he's a hard worker when he's on the floor, um, and that's both offensively and defensively. Um, he can play on both ends. He can rebound the ball. He has a, he has a good a good enough handle to get to where he wants to get on the floor. Whether that's getting all the way to the rim, shooting jumpers, um, he can do it all. To be honest with you, he can get others involved. He's just all around a really good player. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see what he. Uh does for an encore of last year's season so i'm excited as a leader on this year's team what do you think a successful season looks like i mean each team depending on where they're projected might have a conference championship national championship or some people want to just stay focused on the process and getting better every day and let the cards play where they may 
but what for you, what do you see as a successful season? Um, for me as a successful season, uh I kind of I'm in agreement with uh with what Coach James told me come uh, prior to coming here. Um he told me that um in the process of getting better just each and every day, uh we give ourselves a chance to reach accolades such as, you know, regional champions, national champions, um, conference champions, things of that nature. But I think the key is just getting better every day. Um and just taking it one just one day at a time, really one game at a time, one practice at a time, I think that is the the biggest piece. Are there any goals that the team set in place, or do you have any uh, individual goals? Um, my indiv- one, my one individual goal I would like um, is to rebound the ball uh, at a, at a high level. Okay. Uh, I really would like to. I'm, I'm I'm focused on that, and I would also like to get others involved too, and get my assist and assist up and. Uh, Maintaining a good free throw percentage too. Okay. Yeah, those those are like my three goals. I wanna, I really wanna, uh, wanna aim at every year. Um, but, um, uh, other 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 um stats and stuff like that. Um, I'm not too worried. Not too worried about. I don't really pay too much too much mind. And if I if I need if need be, then I will. You know. Yeah. Play my game accordingly. But those are the those are the individual stats that I look to improve on. Okay. So it sounds like you're really focused on being a real well-rounded player overall. Do you kind of see that in yourself too? I believe so. I think I have the capability to be. Um, but I know I have uh, I know I have to improve um, and be cons- a consistent player in order to do that, in order to reach those goals. I know I have to be more consistent. So Okay. Is there uh, an area or two that you see as being a really impactful part for this team to have success this year? Or do you see like a particular area that you think is going to be a major impact in deciding how your season plays out? Um, I think the major area will be the defensive, the defensive side of side of the ball. Okay, why do you um, say that? I think well, and defense wins games. From what I, <laughs> from what I've been told, in any sport anybody told me. So um, I think in order to in order to win, um, and what we want to do, I think that. Paying attention to the de- the defensive end of things, that's gonna really like stand out for us, and that's gonna really like bring us up okay. to another level. So awesome! The I would say defense. Sweet, uh, yeah, like you said, wins championships. Absolutely, any anybody, <laughs> everybody says that. All the athletes say that. Hey, it doesn't lie. It does <laughs> not lie. So during high school, you played at Park Center, correct? Right. Now I'm gonna go back to those days. It might be a ways back, but. Your junior year, you played in the state title game here in Minnesota, correct? Yes. What was that experience like? That was an unbelievable experience. I to have the blessing to play in the Target Center, uh, going to Target Center, like watching the Timberwolves play um, as a kid on TV, and then actually playing there was unbelievable. It's something I can't I can't really put into words too much, but. Uh, other than that, it's just it was just unbelievable, man. The energy there, people—it was so many people there in the, in the crowd. My family, just knowing that a lot of eyes were watching, was 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 incredible. Incredible. So yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a bummer, but you ended up losing to Apple Valley. But some basketball fans might uh, recognize this name. Apple Valley had someone named Tyus Jones. Uh, I think. I think. It? I think. Everybody, if you ask anybody in Minnesota that about that name, they're gonna they're gonna know exactly who you're talking about. What was it like competing against him? It was it was fun. Um, I competed against him um, uh, 
earlier in the season two, we had a game that we played uh, in the regular season. Uh, we we ended up beating them by two points in the oh, really? uh, in the tournament um, in Minnetonka. I'm sure I'm not too sure if you guys are well, well aware of it. Uh, okay. I forget exactly what it's called. It's like a classic tournament, like breakdown classic. Exactly, okay. exactly. Um, we played them there, um, which was an intense game, but we ended up winning by two. Really? And so, and knowing that we had to play them in the championship, I knew they were gonna, you know, <laughs> Ties was gonna be locked in for sure and bring his A game, and which all of them did. Everybody in Apple Valley did. That was a that was an unbelievable game, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah. It was it's fun playing against him. Oh yeah, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I was a big Tyus Jones guy growing up. Oh, yeah. I was a big fan of him, watching a handful of times. But I remember yeah. I was at my grandparents' house watching that game, yeah. rooting for Apple Valley yeah. actively against Park Center. One of the one but, of the smartest high IQ players that I've been on the floor with by far. Yeah, what made him so he, special on the court? He was able to he was able to be productive in areas that you know, most most players weren't um weren't uh aiming at, you know. Okay. Um as far instance like people would like to do other things on the floor. He would do all the other the little things, you know, in order to help his team be productive. And that's what made him stand out. And he was and being smart, he knew his players so well and how to get them open, how to facilitate, when when to attack, when when to score the ball. All those things, like he just knew the game so well in his mind. I think mentally, he he was a step ahead than a lot of uh, high school players. Okay, all right. Who would win one on one? You or Tyus? You know, we <laughs> might have to get, we might have to talk to Tyus. So, um, bring him in here <laughs> and talk to him about that. I don't want, I don't I don't know. But I, for me, I think if um, we were on the court, um, I have I have to go with myself. Oh, for sure. But, um. But I mean, off the court, you know, I'm a, I'm a real humble guy, man. I don't really like to do com- comparisons and stuff like that. But yeah, no problem. You also played with uh, Quentin Hooker at Park Center, correct? I mean, yeah. many Minnesota basketball junkies remember that name for his outstanding career at the University of North Dakota. Another another great great talent, man, out of Minnesota. Oh my gosh, yeah, he are- was um, he was uh, watching him like working out with him was like by far. One of the best things that that happened for me because I grew up with him. I played with the AAU team in uh, in the third grade by a coach named Elliot Darden. Okay, um, he kind of brought me up under Quinn a little bit. Um, I played with Quinn traveling basketball for about a year and a half, and then um, Quinn Quinn went Quinn went to uh, another traveling basketball team uh, after that. Okay, um, but growing up with Quinn. It, was 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 a great thing for me to just watch and he was just a good mentor all around mm-hmm. to be honest and a great friend too so yeah. but he was unbelievable on the basketball court though yeah definitely. you're not lying there no I, don't know. I can't yeah for sure so also during your prep career you also played against uh current golden bear elliot kane who played for osseo high school do you remember that at all yeah, I do. I do. We played played them my senior year uh twice. Uh once at Osseo and then once at Park Center in the regular season. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever go head to head with him? Did you guys guard each other at all? Or um I don't have good recollection of me okay. um us guarding each other because I think he, he was more I, I brought the ball up a lot, so I think the point guard usually guarded me. Um but he was more so like on the wing. So I don't think we ever like matched up, but um he might he might have he might have got me. He might have he might have <laughs> pulled up a three on me and got me with a hand up, you know. So he might have put a, a drained a three on me one time, but I don't I don't wanna 
don't, say, I don't have too much recollection of that. Though, <laughs> you, you forgot that part, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, Ellie, Ellie was a, he was a real good player in high school as well. He 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 helped Osceola be a really good team. So for sure, yeah. for sure. So I kind of want to end you with this question: Why should Golden Fair? Why should Golden Bear fans be excited about this season and this year's team? I think uh, the reason uh, Golden Bear fans should be excited about this season is that um, being that we're guard, we're guard heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a roster full of guards. Um, we're not that big, but that's not to our disadvantage. I think that's a great advantage to have because we'll play up tempo. We have a very fast paced game, so similar to a lot of just. Uh, a lot of threes, um, transition breaks. That's very entertaining for the crowd to watch. So I think with the, our style of play, we'll make it very entertaining for any Golden Bear fan to come and watch the game. For sure. I mean, it's already showed to me with 2-0 and so far this year. First time <laughs> since the 13-14 season that's happened. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, mean, I mean, triple overtime game. Yeah, that's what it can't be more entertaining than that. Exactly. That's triple overtime. You get your uh, admissions worth there for sure. Right. So thank you for coming on, Isaiah. I mean, I really appreciate it. I pre- this I'm year. very blessed for y'all to have me. Thank you so much for me giving the platform to me to speak. So appreciate y'all a lot. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Rounding out the rest of this week in Golden Bear Athletics, tonight the Golden Bear volleyball team looks to begin their journey towards another national championship as they take on conference opponent SMSU in the NCAA Central Region Tournament in Kearney, Nebraska. That starts at 5 o'clock. On Saturday, the cross-country program heads to Joplin, Missouri to race in the NCAA Central Regional. Best of luck to last week's guests, Carl Lindbergh and all of her teammates competing. The action continues on Saturday as Isaiah and the Golden Bear men's basketball team take on Edgewood at the GC. That starts at 6. I also want to say big ups to Marcus Haskins, Chris Garrett, Rich Kelly, Luan Preston, MJ Williams, Kelly Pierce, and good friend of the podcast, Jonas Schenderlein of the CSP Bears football team for their all-NSIC conference honors. Congrats on a fantastic season, fellas. We look forward to next year. I also want to say kudos to Jade Weller of the women's soccer team for being named the D2 Conference Commissioners Association All-Second Team. Congrats, Jade. The volleyball team also received some recognition this past week with Sarah Mosick, Elizabeth Moore, and Brooklyn Lewis being named to the Division II CCA All-Region teams. I also want to say congrats to Kelly Pierce, Rich Kelly, and Brooklyn Lewis again for being named to the Google Cloud Academic All-District Team. I also want to say another huge congratulations to all the Golden Bears who signed their letters of intent yesterday. We can't wait to get you all on campus and see what you can do. This week's Male and Female Athletes of the Week are a pair of seniors in the basketball programs in Lindsay Dore and none other than our guest for today's show, Isaiah McKay. As I said earlier, McKay had himself quite the weekend as he helped CSP to two wins on the weekend, including a triple overtime thriller against Arkansas Tech, where he recorded 36 points. Dore averaged an impressive 20 points and nine rebounds early on in her senior campaign and set a career high of 26 points this past weekend in a win over Washburn. That's all I have for you this week, Golden Bears. Have a great weekend and best luck to all the athletes competing this weekend. And a huge happy birthday to our guest, Isaiah. (laughs) See ya!